You're listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. Welcome to this episode of the IPHC Leadership Cast. I'm Janice Bennett, and today we're here with Whitney Davis, the Director of Women's Ministries. Welcome, Whitney. Good morning. Yes, it's great to have you with us, and welcome to Women's Ministries. I know you've been here a couple of months, but it's great to have you in um, we're just glad to have you here with us. Thank you. I'm excited to be here this yeah. morning. So, Whitney, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so, originally, I am from South Carolina, born and raised, grew up in IPHC churches in South Carolina. I went to Clemson University, so I'm a tiger. Um, I married into ministry, and so um, my husband, Brad, and I, um, he was a pastor when we got married, and um, we have been in Oklahoma about six years now, and um, by career, I am a labor and delivery and mom-baby nurse. I did that for 12 years prior to taking on this role. Um, I've been kind of surrounded by women my whole life, <laughs> so <laughs> I grew up with a sister and uh, mostly girl cousins and um, went to school with a bunch of women in nursing school and then worked with women and took care of women in nursing, so um, I feel like just uh, the on-the-job, on on-the-life practical cha- right. training has kind of prepared me for this shift, although um, it kind of took me by surprise. Um, so that's just a little bit about us. Um, we have been o- in Oklahoma about six years now. And um, we have a blended family of five kiddos. So life is full, life is good, um, and that has led me up to this point. And once again, with your five kiddos, four of those are girls? Four are girls, yes. yes. The, the caboose, the last one, is a boy. All right. So lots of women in your life. <laughs> so, so what is your heart for women and women in women's ministries? So a few years back, I sensed the Lord birthing in me a heart for women, Um, It came during a season when Brad and I had moved here to Oklahoma from South Carolina. Um, My youngest son was a newborn, and I had um, my youngest daughters were almost three and four. And I was just in this season of kind of drowning in motherhood with littles. We were both working full time. Um, I worked night shift, so Brad and I kind of passed like ships in the night. Um, We had left our family. We were just kind of trying to build and establish life here. Um, And I just was starving for depth of relationships, um, community. I really just needed some authentic relationships with women. I needed some women who were a few steps ahead of me on the journey just to kind of speak life into me in those moments. Um, And it was in my place of my own need that the Lord just kind of began to shift my heart um, to what I saw could be um, potential for just ministry to women. It came out of a need that I had for myself. Um, So my heart for women's ministries was birthed out of personal need. It was birthed in that season. You know, there's um, a lot of statistics regarding women that are pretty staggering today, and I won't give you all of the specifics, but they deal with depression and anxiety and isolation and gender discrimination and abuse and loneliness. The list can go on and on. Um, And I just believe the church has to be the answer. Mm. Um, Women understand women in a way that men just don't, and that's not a slam on men. We're just unique creatures. Mm. Um, So I think we have a prime opportunity to seize, um, to be a minister of the gospel, of hope, of community, of discipleship, of mentorship, um, of praying for one another, of celebrating one another. I mean, that can like be a thing. We we live in a society where women just compare themselves all the time, um, but we can celebrate each other. 
Um, So I just sensed in that season that I could wallow in my victim state of um, the things that I didn't have that I wanted, or I could go be the thing that I felt like I needed and I felt like other people needed. And so that's kind of where the Lord led me to um, in this vision. So um, I want women to know that we see you. We see you in your mess. We see you in the day-to-day. We see you in your questioning Um, We see you in your state of being overwhelmed and you're struggling with purpose. Um, And what we see is beautiful and it has value and we want to stand with you and we want to fight to see you confident in who you are in Christ um, and who he's called you to be and to be active in your purpose. Um, So we want people to be authentic. We want women to be able to be vulnerable with each other, be real, where we can wrestle with real life struggles together and come out victorious. Mm -hmm. So um, we're just calling women out into purpose. It's a loaded answer. (laughs) Well, it's so important, though, to have what you're talking about, have those relationships in our lives for, you know, those that are older and are able to pour into our lives Mm -hmm. and to mentor us from their life experiences. But then also for us to have people that are younger that we, in turn, are then pouring into and passing it on. And the church is such a wonderful place to find that. What are some things that you've found that have been helpful in nurturing those types of relationships? Um, You know, I think that we can look a lot at the relationship with Jesus had with the disciples. Um, So he ministered to the masses, but he took time with the few. He poured into the 12. And um, I just think for us, a lot of times we get caught up in or we perhaps could get caught up in what our platform is and how we can minister to masses. But truthfully, um, our connection and transformation happens Um, on a much smaller scale, being faithful in that way. And so, um, you know, I've talked to so many women in the last few months. I've talked to younger generations and older generations. um, And the older generation is like, they want to know how they can connect and pour into the younger. And the younger is hungry for it. Um, But we've just been in this place of just not really knowing what to do, I think. And it can be really practical and it can be really simple. And I think we overcomplicate it. Um, sometimes it might just be inviting someone younger over to cook dinner with you and to hang out with you. Um, it happens in the day-to-day living. Um, it happens in how we live our lives and how we model life for one another. Um, and I'm also really fascinated by this whole concept of, I call it front porch living because, um, a phenomenon happened, you know, years and years ago, uh, we had front porches and people would hang out in the evenings and they knew their neighbors and they would walk and they would, chair absolutely, they would connect. And so, um, there's this thing called the television that was invented <laughs> and people went indoors and then they built back patios. Um, and then community kind of started that sense of community and taking care of our neighbors and pouring into our neighbors just kind of went away. Um, and so it's coming back. I've seen that. I've looked at um, some statistics regarding that, but people just need connection, Um, And so I think it takes sacrifice, which is why people don't necessarily always want to enter into it. It's a sacrifice of your time. It's not always convenient. Um, But I just think for the sake of the gospel, we kind of have to abandon those concerns and just, um, even if it's just one or two, choose, find one or two people that we feel like the Lord is kind of speaking to our heart that we can pour into over the course um, of a year or two years or just life. And I think one other thing that you said is really key, too, is just loving each other and encouraging encouraging each other in our messes. Mm, I know a yes. lot of times, you know, and traditionally we think of church and we come to church and feel like we've got to put on our good face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can't be real. We can't share or, or express the struggles that we're going through because somehow that makes us not a good Christian or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But it is so important to mm-hmm. have someone that can love you in those messes and love you through those messes and, mm-hmm. and encourage you and help you to walk with God and grow in God. 
yes. through those times. And I think too, I can, I classify technically as a millennial. Um, I'm a little bit more conservative and traditional, but I still kind of wear that hat a little bit. And, and, and not look into the generations that are coming up, the college age girls that I'm kind of spending some time with and pouring into and, and, and we just are kind of tired of that mm-hmm. fake. Like we know that there's mess behind mm-hmm. the pretty. Um, and I just think so much transformation and so much connection can happen when we really, really are able to kind of just pull off our masks and be real with one another. So there's power in that. Yeah. So it's, so now if a church is wanting to encourage mentorship, you know, within their congregation and within, I mean, women or men or just older people and younger people and things like that, what are some things that churches can do? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Um, Actually, right now, we are in the process of creating some resources. Um, We want to actually equip, I know from women's ministry standpoint, and I know um, in speaking with W.A. Mills, he has some some PowerPoints and some things that he uses to help um, the men's ministries with their mentorship as well. But I found some tools um, in my seasons of wanting that connection that were super easy to use and super practical. Um, They were basically built off of a time where you could invite a couple women over to your house. They gave you a recipe to cook. They gave you a quick devotion. And then they left you with conversation cards on how you could actually lead into a deeper conversation. I think sometimes we just get stuck at surface level. We get stuck at, hey, how are you? Um, And then we get in the practice of asking intentional questions where we um, really connect with each other. It becomes natural, but sometimes it's just uh, you need a little help in the beginning. So that was a really practical tool for me. And so we're beginning to create some things like that. Um, I hope to have some Um, not I hope to we will have some short video series available Um, and if you haven't I'm going to do a shameless plug for our social media and our website right now (laughs) because those are good ways to connect but um, IPHC Women's Ministries on Facebook at IPHC Women on Instagram and then you can contact us by email at women at IPHC.org and then the website um, IPHC.org slash women (laughs) Um, but anyway we're going to actually be able to put all of that resourcing out there for you to get. Um, And it'll just be creative ideas. You know, there's like, we just live in a world that's so creative right now. There's so many ways to go about this. Um, And I think just taking a deep breath and not getting overwhelmed by it. um, Just one step in front of the other. Don't think like you have to have this big 10 year plan. Like what can you do today? What can you do in the next week? What can you do in the next month to just try and connect with someone and then trust the Lord and seek the Lord to build upon that in the future. And as we seek him for those open doors, he's always faithful to provide those. Absolutely. I think yeah. it's just it's just intentional living. It's easy to um, just wake up and go about your day. But if we wake up every day and say, Lord, show me the opportunity, opportunities that you have before me today to pour into others, um, that's just kind of the heart that we're getting at. I'll give that plug for social media, too, is that Facebook groups or different groups yes. within social media are a great way to help to build community and yes. discipleship and things like that too. So. And we also have, and I'll plug this as well, a leader's living room that um, we created. Um, we initially had had a director's living room, but we realized that a lot of women um, just in local churches kind of wanted to connect and just find community. And so there is a link on our um, Facebook page, or if you have trouble finding it, you can just reach out to me through social media. But we have a leader's living room that's open up to women who you may just lead a Bible study or you may lead women in your church. But it's just, um, we just provide encouragement throughout the week um, and it's a that is a group community as well that's available now traditionally the autumn has been a very busy time for women's ministry yes can you tell us a little bit about the things <laughs> that you have going on and how people could get involved 
Yes. So um, women's ministry started uh, back in the 1940s. And some of those, you know, it started as kind of a helps ministry, auxiliary driven. Um, and some of those efforts that were started then are still in existence today. So through um, Vision for Education, I'll mention that one first. It's um, when we raise money and commodities for our institutions. So Emmanuel Southwestern Homes and Advantage. Um, and then we also have Harvest Train that will come up um, in November. It's always the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It's always um, a fun time in it's Falcon. It's so awesome. Um, and so that's just where we support Falcon's Children's Home. And um, then we have uh, Christmas for Missionaries, which we, uh, we did a little promo for Christmas in July that you might have seen. And this is just a way that we can um, just give a love offering and bless our missionaries who sacrifice so much um, for us. And so we just send them an offering at Christmas time to help with their needs, whether that be presents for their children or just um, costs that come up around the holiday season. So um, we need you. We need you to support those things. They're, they're awesome ministries, and um, we're proud to partner with them. Um, there is a link. Some of you um, will give through your conferences. They kind of do the giving and then forward it on this way. Mm-hmm. But if you're just listening to the podcast and you would like to give, you can find links to give for Christmas for Missionaries and Vision for Education on the Women's Ministries website page as well. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Harvest Train. A lot of people don't really know about Harvest Train. So um, Falcon Children's Home is in Falcon, North Carolina. Um, It's pretty much the children's home, but it's it's an awesome town. But um, on on the Monday night service, they gather and kind of honor the royal home, and those girls are able to put on – they perform, and um, we just have a time to celebrate the royal home. And then on the Tuesday, the children of Falcon's Children's Home work really hard to put on a program. And so um, people are invited in, and they do the program, and it's awesome. And you get to kind of see – tangibly see the work that they do through the kids. Um, And then um, we – uh, offerings are presented that from the funds that are raised to support the children's home. Um, so it's just a great time of community for the IPHC to celebrate. Um, I think one of the best things that's come out of us um, in the children's home. Um, so yeah, it's just a neat experience. And if you're near Falcon and you've never been, check it out on the Tuesday yeah. before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and some people don't aren't aware of the, what the royal home is. The royal okay. home is the home that we have for young teenage mothers. Yes, and their babies. And um, yes. It, it's just amazing what they do in the life and the difference that they're making in the lives of those teenage mothers and their children. And then also, you know, with Falcons Children's Home and the Falcon Children's Academy. So Yes, they have an awesome facility that's right there um, on the campus there in Falcon. And, um, you know, I think the vision behind it was it's one thing to say that we um, – we stand for life, but to actually do something about it and provide a home where girls can choose life and can stay is um, is really just an awesome opportunity that we have as the church. Right. Um, and so it's another great part of, of Falcon and of that family. Right. And, and actually, like you're saying, put, putting hands and feet to yes. what we say. Yep. Um, so anyway, Shane, let's plug there for Falcon Children's <laughs> Home and for Harvest we'll Train. Everything. It is a great cause to get involved in if you're not. It is. And, um, well, Whitney, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I'm yes. excited to hear, you know, what God is doing with women's ministries. I love the focus that you're bringing in regards to mentorship and to discipleship and to growing and encouraging women to in their walk with the Lord mm-hmm. and um, and not being so internal, but being external with it and yes. external with our relationships and building one another up and encouraging one another. Yeah. And we are 
anxious to see the resources that you have coming out. I yes. think those talking point cards are wonderful. Oh, I, I was so at, easy and yeah, practical. I was at a meeting with you not too long ago where you shared those, and it was just great discussion starters. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. just like you were talking about, just to facilitate and start a discussion for, mm-hmm. for a deeper relationship and, and different and deeper um, conversations. Yeah, so. so it's been a really exciting season. We're um, I'm only about eight or nine months in, but just really excited about the things that the Lord has in store and the visions and the dreams that we have and we see and we believe are going to be fulfilled. Um, we're also planning for a national conference next year, um, so those details will be coming out soon. Um, and we're going to be able to equip you um, at those things as well, just breakout sessions and practical connection, um, just to kind of encourage um, this whole heart and this whole vision. So do we have any dates or um, any it's actually hopefully or it's hopefully going to be finalized this week. So by the time this podcast comes out, you should know. <laughs> okay, but we could always go to the Women's Ministries yes. website to find yes. out those details. Yes, okay, absolutely. Yeah. So are there any closing thoughts or parting thoughts that you'd like to share with us? I'll share we quickly. Um, we have kind of finalized our theme for next year, and we're going to be launching that info soon. Um, but it's based off of Acts twenty six sixteen. But rise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness of the things which you've seen and the things which I will yet reveal to you. And so our one word theme for next year is rise. We just want to empower oh, wow. women in who they are and their yeah. identity in Christ and that um, we don't have to wear those labels of the statistics that depression and the diagnoses and all these things that we can be um, confident in who we are in Christ, but not just for our own benefit. It's to rise, to stand, to be established in the word of God and the purposes that he's called us to. And then as the end of that scripture says, um, to make you a minister and witness, you know, you don't have to be a preacher or an evangelist or a teacher. You can just, um, you can minister and witness in your front yard, in your workplace, in um, to the parents on your kid's soccer team. You know, you can just take that intentional way of living, living and minister in that way. So rise is our word for next year. Um, we're really excited about it. We're getting things going for that. And um, yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, we look forward to seeing what you have coming out next year and um, partnering with Women's Ministries. And thank you for all that you do for the IPHC through Women's Ministries for helping our institutions and helping with our children's home and our missionaries. Discipling our women. Yes. Thank you so much, Whitney, for Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. If you enjoyed this podcast today, please take the time to leave us a review and share with your friends. Thanks again for joining us.